The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Honor. What's up, ho-ho, bitches? You bunch of holly motherfucker. Holly yeah. jolly motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you know, tomorrow is the big day. Big old fat ass breaks into your house and uh, <laughs> drops some shit down the... Ch- you know, leaves <laughs> some shit for you. And, yeah, uh, doesn't murder you. Doesn't murder you. Yeah, it's, it's good. I so, mean, yeah, comes to your house, could do anything he wants. Decides not to murder you. He knows when you're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Decides <laughs> not to rape your wife and kids. Actually, leaves presents and eats cookies. Yeah, that's, that's what pretty. it is. If you don't leave out the cookies and milk, then Santa's gonna kill you and 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 do terrible things to your wife and children. Yeah, that that you gotta leave out the fucking milk and cookies. He's gonna make flesh cookies out of you. Oh yes, flesh cookies, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I think we just came up with a new movie, uh, dude. Right? Yep. I mean, oh no, no, wait, no, we didn't. You know why? Because tonight on the special Christmas Eve killer or filler <laughs> we're going to be talking about the classic 1974 black christmas classic versus the 2006 first remake black christmas versus the 2019 second remake black christmas that's right we got another trifecta here we did it back in october with the halloween two uh, films and uh you know there's two black christmas remakes and um two what better time efforts. to release it than Christmas Eve. Yes, two efforts. There yes. have been two efforts to remake. The man, like, all right, start. All right, we're not gonna fuck around. We're gonna get into this. All right, the 1974 Black Christmas is a fucked up movie, dude. It is dark as fuck. 1974. Everyone who watches this movie for the first time after hearing this podcast needs to remember 1974. People, I don't think, keep that in their brain when they watch these older horror movies. The content versus the time period it came out with and how risque that was. Yeah, you know. And also, it. it some people. Might be a little worried. Seventy four, like I don't know. It's one of those older ones. No, no, don't just watch that one. Don't think update equals better. Updates equal fuck. This is terrible. Stay with the OG. Stay with the OG. <laughs> We're not even. So if you haven't guessed it tonight, you're not really going to hear us. Uh, you know, kind of just talk about all three of the movies. <laughs> you're really just going to know how we feel about the remakes. And then just enjoy, sit back and enjoy, and uh, I don't know, drink some eggnog with some booze and you know whiskey or rum in it, and just laugh at our dumbasses because, ooh, they were rough. Um, so <laughs> dig right in. Let's get let's just get in the love for the first one out of the way. All right, all right. Directed by Bob Clark, who for those who don't know, he went on to do nineteen eighty one. He did nineteen eighty one's Porky's, which yep. is another fucked up movie, done as a comedy, pretty pervy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he went on to do another famous Christmas movie. You want to guess what it is? I'm talking about 1983's A Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot yep. your eye out. Yeah. Fucking oh, classic. fudge. Oh, not a finger. <laughs> <laughs> like, the difference between all those three movies is astronomical. Yeah. It really is. It, it blows my mind that he did all three of those. It's just crazy that he has technically, like, two Christmas classics. Black Christmas being a classic yes, for horror, classic, horror fans, yes. and Christmas Story being literally that classic that TNT makes sure you watch at least twice on Christmas. Twenty four hours. That's right. Yeah, that's right. At least TNT twice. Now it used to be TBS. 
one of the. I think I think it's both of them. I don't oh, know, fucking man. Christ. But I'm just saying, somehow you're gonna watch it twice on Christmas. You're oh, gonna yeah. be doing something, turn it on, and then do something else, and then turn it on because they guarantee that shit with that 24 hour shit. So that, that's why I like, can never worry about watching it because I know I will see it between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I'm gonna just throw this out there. Shouldn't Shutter almost kind of do the same thing with Black Christmas and just have like a repeat thing where you just literally hit it and it just knows to keep playing it. Over yeah. and over, starting on midnight. Yeah, so when, you know, your family members come over randomly, they might just hear, I want to fuck your picky cunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Fucking Christ. <laughs> so, you can, you know, yeah, as your opening right. presence, if you see anything with large, sharp edges, figure like, ooh, this could have been used in the movie, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit of an interactive movie. You can make a drinking game later on in the night about how much Billy, every time Billy screams, you got to take a shot. You could like, remind, right? right? Yeah. You know? You could remind kids as they're, you know, unwrapping presents that have bags on them, throw the bags away because. It could suffocate you. you oh, wait, wait, look at the screen. See what happens to her? Mm-hmm. That's why you throw the bags away. Throw the bag away. Yep. And- <laughs> which, is, which is kind of hilarious, by the way. Because, <laughs> like, I remember back in the day, like, um, laundry, you know, my dad would go pick up his laundry and it had the bag that says, not a toy, do not play. And I was like, God damn, who does this? No, nope, apparently. Well, apparently, yeah. yes. Yeah. Apparently, uh, people, yeah, die. And yeah. the other thing, too, is uh, lock your attics, folks. Lock, padlock the shit out of your attics. Yeah. Because you never know. From the downstairs, not the upstairs. From the downstairs. (laughs) So, well, I can't escape. (laughs) Uh, Let me. I just crawled up the fucking side of the house for no reason. Fuck me. That's the other thing, by the way. And I've watched a few movies now with this. Um, I know they're decorative, like where you have lattices. Yeah. Yeah. No. They're not going to hold human weight like that. All you're doing is you've, you've given a ladder to serial killers. Well, that's the thing, though, too. It's uh, depending on the weight of the individual, they're not going to hold you. Potentially, but I've seen enough horror movies where they do. That's also called suspension of reality. I guess, but you know what? Let's you know what? Maybe just don't have the convenient ladder already in place at your house. Yeah, no, it's so the vines can grow up and it's pretty. That was an old brick mansion that turned into a sorority house. Or you get murdered. Yeah, I know. I'm sure they weren't thinking of that when they hung it up, fucker. They were like, "Oh, this is gonna be beautiful ivory, uh, ivy up the side of my mansion." Yep. Yeah, and yeah, no. So, all right, accomplished in a murder. So we got to run through the cast of this one real quick. Uh, There was. on the lighter side, we have Andrea Martin, who is uh, Andrea Martin, excuse me, who is one of the sorority sisters in the original. And she went on to be the uh, den mother, I guess is how they, what they call them, the the sorority mother who lives with them as the adult. Yeah, uh, she is the she is that person in the 06 remake. She's the older lady who can, who like takes care of the girls. Yeah, holy she's the one shit. with the glasses. Remember yeah. the curly hair with the glasses? That's so funny. Um, and then we've got Olivia Hussey. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. So a British act- actress who, mm. she is the main character in the 74 re- uh, movie, but she is, from the horror world, you probably know her from the 1990 miniseries It, where she plays Bill's uh, wife. Yep. Um, and then, uh, here's, uh, here's a bigger guys, one. Here's a bigger one. We got Margot Kidder. We got Margot Kidder. Yep. Hold on. Like, no, there's a big, bigger one after this, but we got Margot Kidder, who, if you don't know that, uh, she was in Superman, all of them. And uh, we got to say, uh, rest easy. She died in May of 2018, no longer with us. She was also in Rob Zombie's Halloween too, <clears throat> as a therapist. And she was actually in the 1979 Amityville Horror, the original Amityville Horror. She was the wife. Yeah, she, she knocked out a couple horror movies. Exactly. Yeah. And here we go. And we got to say this right out of the gate. Can I, can I give a little special uh, one, too, before you get to the big one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, uh, Shit, of course, I'm drawing blank on his name, uh, but he played Peter in that the movie before he this, mm-hmm. 2001. Oh, oh, the main the main boyfriend. Yep. Yeah, yep. he did. Fuck yeah. yeah. 
And another small one is the guy who played the uh, friend of the big guy we're getting ready to drop. The, well, not the friend, the deputy who mm-hmm. does all the phone call shit in the background. Remember um, uh, Graham or something like that? Or what the fuck is his name? I can't remember his fucking name. He was the guy who was like do, at the phone company connecting everything. Oh, yeah, which is an awesome scene, yeah. by the way. Yeah, like it shows technology back in the fucking 70s. <laughs> yeah, I know. What but a pain in the ass it was. was actually in uh, the... He was a tree salesman in A Christmas Story. So he was also in uh, four different Cronenberg movies. I was going to say Videodrome. He was the sales... He was, he was the head of the TV There you corporation. go. I he was thought also he looked familiar. In The Fly, and he was in... Uh, Dead Zone. Dead Zone. And he was in one other... He did like four Cronenberg movies. So he's kind of been in this dark kind of... Yeah. Kind of went with this dark... Uh, That's kind of crazy. I didn't yeah. even think about it. I, I, I thought he looked, he looked familiar. familiar, right? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Videodrome, but I, did, I, I'm trying, I was trying to figure out where I saw him in the other three. But anyway, so here we go. Drum roll. Rest easy, sir. You died July of this year. We are talking about motherfucking John Saxon. That's right. John Saxon. God yeah. damn John Saxon. Beautiful known, motherfucking known man. for Enter Beautiful the Dragon man. and some other movie with nightmares. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So wait, he got to fight Bruce Lee and then, oh, oh yeah, he got to fight. He got to get killed by Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At Nightmare on Elm Street. He is Nancy's father. He's also been in uh, another well, a fun little horror movie. I don't know if anybody's seen that. It's called Cannibal Apocalypse. I own that. It's fun. Uh, and, uh. He was in From Dust Till Dawn. He did a cameo as one of the agents. He was in that. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. And he uh, was in Dario Argento's Tenebre. He was actually in that, too. Damn. So he's, he's kind of... Big ones are Nightmare on Elm Street and Enter the Dragon. I mean, dude, bigger the biggest well, movie is well, probably Enter just, the Dragon. Just not... I mean, he wasn't just Nightmare on Elm Street, but he was in, obviously, the best... I mean, besides the first one... He was in three, and he, he was, was in West Craven. And he was in, yeah, New Nightmare, which is kind of awesome, because he's playing himself. And then, and also, that, then he goes back into his character later on in the movie. Oh, it's such a good... Oh, God damn, yeah, it's such a good movie. West Craven, <laughs> it's such a good movie. All right. So that's that's the, ba- the basic of the cast, and uh, kind of go in a little bit of what this movie did. So this movie is deemed as like a proto-slasher. 1974 it's 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 talked about throughout the horror community that it 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 was an inspiration for you know john carpenter's halloween it has to be i mean you get the the point of view um camera several times in there Mm -hmm. um i mean it's just all over the place like a lot i mean I wouldn't say Cameron's like, ooh, I'm gonna steal this, but it has the same. It has a you Carpenter. Lot. Carpenter, sorry, you said Cameron. I know, sorry. I know, I know. Now, there's a big difference in Carpenter and James Cameron, right? Carpenter's put out fire. Cameron has done a lot of bad stuff too. <laughs> yeah, Avatar, and, <clears throat> Titanic. Uh, let's not start. No, no, hold on. Ghost of Mars. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, back at you. Anyhow, I just said two. You gave me one. Do you do you want me no, to bring? Because no, like, no, like, you know there's other ones out there. You go with Escape from LA. I mean, if I want to, if I don't want to go Memories of Invisible Man. Anyhow. Oh, yeah, God, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah let's I, it was a let's slip, stop. but yeah. Let's stop. All right. Both directors have let's done go. some shit, yeah, right? Let's go, let's go. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, Carpenter, definitely, there's stuff that you see he kind of really used in this. But I wouldn't say copying, but just has the same kind of feel to yeah, it. Yeah, because you get, you get it from the killer's point of view. You, so you never see the killer in, in the 74 Black Christmas. You just hear his breathing, his screaming, and you see everything from his point of view. Again, Halloween, I mean, yep. come out the gate. You see it from their point of view, hear the breathing, all that. Um, the fact that it's, ba- it's babysitting involved in Halloween. Uh, the original 74 Black Christmas was inspired by the urban legend, um, The Babysitter and the Man Upstairs, which went on to inspire other movies like When a Stranger Calls mm-hmm. and the remake, which we will get into later this year, uh, next year. And then um, 
it and and there was a series of murders that took place in Montreal, Canada, where a bunch of uh, young teenage girls uh, sh- turned up dead. Yeah. So it was actually it was inspired by both of those. Is where the writer, which I forget the writer's name, uh, right right at the moment, you might because apparently he wrote the 2019 as well. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. That's that's a little backstory for it, and uh, it it's 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 fucking dirty and jarring, and it's the tone's great. It it makes it's weird little tricks he does, mm-hmm. like he has intentional just red Christmas lights in certain scenes, so you know the Christmas lights, yeah. But it just gives that kind of horror tone. I mean, we were talking about it, but in one of the scenes, Margot Kidder's character is attacked. And while that's going on, her housemates downstairs open the door listening to kids sing carols. And there's something just that's the creepiest carol singing just because of what's going on upstairs, upstairs behind yeah. her. Yeah. And it keeps going back and forth between her getting killed and the kids singing. And there's this weird, slow, like close up. On her face. Yeah. And she's just like, it's just like the night is getting fucking weirder and weirder. And she doesn't yeah. even know. Like She's just enjoying Carol She doesn't know right? at this point that she's the last person alive in the house. At this point, for her night, the way her night was, the way her day has been going, this is the best part of her night. Yeah. Like her day's been going shitty. She argued, had a fight with her boyfriend, yada, yada. You see her face relaxes when she, as she, the more she watches the carolers. Like, this is the best part of her day so far. Little as you know. Like everyone else is dead. By the way, on a side note, I love how literally after they must have hit several houses, then the teacher, whoever's in charge of the kids, going around to do the carols, like, "Oh, kids, we need to get home. Um, the the police want us out of here because there was a little girl that's murdered." But that murder and every, all that information on that happened hours earlier. So these yeah. kids are just roaming around house to house while like cops are like, um, someone murdered because I I can't remember how old the girl was. That they, teenager. Yeah. So I mean, but like, it's uh, literally me, right after that where the the woman in charge of the kids is like, oh, I guess we should stop going house to house since you know a child was murdered earlier this evening. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should just Whoops. go home. Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Um. We got the permission slip sign, so it's, yeah. yeah. We're, we're covered. Yeah, we are not liable. Um. But kills are amazing. The tone oh, is the hook. Uh, yeah. Who, who, like I was wondering, how the fuck do they get shit up to the attic? But the way that stairs. Oh, there's a giant crane hook. That. And I mean, they use it a lot of the promotional stuff, but that just iconic, like picture of the first girl that gets killed oh, in the yeah, back or the bag. face, and then she's in the rocking chair, and you know, there's a scene later where she's he's just pushing her back and forth, and like it's stuff like that, like Agnes, Agnes, God is. And what's great oh. is is that the kills, there's not any like really hardcore kills, but Mm-mm. it's all about just the mood and the way it's going, and. When we move into the other ones, this is where, yes, you don't have to go full blown to make it. I mean, it's a rated R movie, but you can almost get away with it being PG thirteen if you. Just... No, not not with the language. So I guess I, I that's true. It, that's it was true. the language, but you was see more what I'm saying though. Is besides the that, violence. yeah, but besides that, there's not any really hardcore scenes in this. True, and yeah. that's really where we're at. Is like you know, uh, again, with what uh, F.U. Hunter just said. It's it's not an extremely violent, bloody movie. It's kind of like when you go back and look at the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, you know, uh, I think it came out the same year, seventy four, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not very bloody, just language, concept. Like the the thing that really to me made Black Christmas a rated R film was the phone calls, the fucking phone calls, dude. Because he is like saying some nasty shit that. You don't hear now on TV a lot. Yeah. And, you're, and he's saying it in like one of those phone calls is like, you know, 30 seconds long of him just 
constantly talking about how he wants to like lick their cunts and fucking you just know all this and the fucking way, the, the way, way he's saying it but the way his voice is that's too, what i'm saying the way yeah. he's saying it like and uh, actual uh, side note there were three different voice actors well, no two voice actors and one one particular actor that did the shadows of uh of of, of billy um like when you saw him moving or when you saw like one part of his body uh and then there were two different actors that did the voices for the phone calls and i mean the way that, that i mean that the phone calls were genius because he would j- shift octaves change pitch go from like bass heavy to treble to female to male yeah and it was all two dudes but it's like that's just it's so insane. awesome and again i mean you see enough movies like and you were bringing up earlier what it's inspired by and that there's movies other movies like that but that information when uh john saxon finds out like the call is coming from inside, inside the, the house, house. Yeah. i mean it, yeah it's just too fucking it's fucking yeah. badass and then later then like another i think it was four or five years down the road then when a stranger calls comes yeah. out and it's uh which is a movie that's kind of the whole concept of that movie is yeah. that and black rose is already yeah we already we already fucking did well, when a stranger calls is a good movie I guess, but it's slow and creepy. It's slow it, and creepy, but it's also, I guess, like I said, this the concept of that already happened to Black Christmas. You just get more, you get a little more uh, insight into the killer. Yeah, I want to change the call. So it's not a remake of Black Christmas, just more insight into the killer. Because remember, like he gets arrested and then he comes back later. Yeah. Years like time has gone by and he still comes back. And dude, how about a fucking way to end the movie? Oh yeah, because they're like, we solved it. It was the crazy ex boyfriend who didn't want her to get abortion. And like we solved it, and which by the way, a great police work. Everybody leader literally leaves the house. Like, well, it's obviously solved. No One, guard yeah. One guard outside. One guard outside. But like literally, everybody like there's like twenty people, and then one dude. They're like, well, let's all right, let's go party. Like I don't know what the <laughs> why the fuck. But everybody leaves, and then you cut, and you go in, and there's Silence. it's like yeah. it pans out from the attic. He's dead silent. And you hear Billy say a couple things. He was like, it's okay, Agnes. So yeah. fucking uh. creepy, dude. And then just, dead girl with a bag, pans out, and you just see the house. And there's one cop, and then the phone rings. Yep. And then, and then and and just dead keeps, silence. Keeps just, ringing. just a phone ring, dead silence. I mean, awesome. oh, it's so good. And how the, like, I love how the, the fact that they sh- they show that the there's the, the first kill with the bag is in the attic still, and nobody, because it's night, nobody sees it from the ground. That there's a fucking dead face in the window. Yeah. Like clear as day. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody looks in the attic. No, yeah, fucking there's attics. Why would you why would you check the attic? I don't know. Yeah. Eh, no reason to check it. But no, it's from start to finish, it is a roller coaster. It's 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 it takes you through a gamut of emotion. Like it, it fucks with you. This movie fucks with you. It, it and I love that. It's uh, good horror does delve into where it fucks with you psychologically and um it, it definitely it definitely does that. Yeah. You know. And absolutely no reason to remake it because it did its job the first time and well, yet Yeah, okay. So now 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 we get to go yet. into uh, uh we get to go into two thousand six remake written by and directed by a Glenn Morgan, whoever the fuck he is. I don't know what the fuck he did besides this. And it doesn't matter. So let's just run through this the cast. There are a couple actors that went on to do other shitty things. Uh, what do you mean shitty things? Th- oh man! I'm, I'm, no, no. I, I'm talking about the one I'm starting with. I'm talking. Okay. I'm starting with Katie Cassidy, who did a D. Uh, also did the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Okay, yeah. And I'll give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah I okay. guess the main, the main girl in this. Yeah, yeah. dumbass. Anyway, because the main girl should have been my woman, goddamn Mary Elizabeth Winston, who's been in Scott Pilgrim, Ten Clover Lane. Do I have John McClane's daughter and Die Hard Four? I mean, come on. All right, Fargo, season three. 
Yep. Exactly. I mean, we can just keep listening. But how she wasn't the main girl, whatever. Uh, I don't. Even, I don't know either, dude. Uh, it's it. She's so. Or maybe she was contractually stuck in this movie because she knew it was gonna be a big piece of shit and was like, just kill my character off. Do you know what? Just do it off screen. You don't even have to show me getting killed. Because mm-hmm. there's that's there's no reason for, for her to be in this movie. <laughs> I sorry, you're, I'm already giving away how much I fucking hate. No, this you are. Remake. You are now. So the... don't forget. Yeah, uh, you got Lacey. Uh, whatever her name is. God damn it. Who was in Euro Trip? What's that? The chick that was in Euro Trip. There, that there's her, and then there's the chick that was in Mean Girls and Lost in Space, and so was you on did that. More, you did more work than me because I only wrote down those two. I don't give a fuck about. She the other was ones. in another horror movie, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, my I don't brain give a hurts. fuck about the other. I think it was like what? Uh, I don't know. Last summer or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. It, it's all right. It fuck. I don't give a fuck who was in this movie. Honestly, okay. Like <laughs> we're already cracking. No, no, we're already no, cracking. No, see, no, there's a there is a there's going to be a difference here. Like. What they did with this 06 remake is they took the story from the phone calls. So you have the one phone call where Billy's going crazy and he's talking about, you know, where's the baby, Billy? Where's Agnes? Yada, yada, yada. And that's where you get the fact that, okay, well, you, have to, you kind of piece together that the killer's name is Billy. That's what you have to do in 74. There's, no one comes out and calls him, hey, th- this killer's Billy. You don't know who the fuck he is. From what he's saying, you're gathering his name is Billy. Okay, you don't have them in an insane asylum with the worst guards ever. What they ever. did with the 06 remake is they took the that storyline that they kind of gave you in the phone call and made that the story uh, of the backstory of the actual killer. Yeah, which doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, so they bring in the phone calls and all this other shit. The difference is the backstory now, you know, he was born with jaundice, uh, dad loved him, and the, the dad had something to do with it too because the dad was in Vietnam, so Agent Orange and all that shit. Uh, all right, I'll give you that. They were, that they were, that's what caused him to have the now he, the jaundice color. Now his liver worked. It was just that was the skin pigmentation. Mo, that's not the kid the mom wanted, so the mom immediately shunned him and hated him. And Billy grew up unloved by the mother. Well, the murdered the dad. The mother I mean, murdered the dad with well, her new bow. Yeah. And then one night the bow, and then they locked oh, him in the man. attic because he saw he so he saw and they locked Billy in the attic, and uh, Billy's just living up there in the attic forever. Uh, and then one night. The mom is trying to get her get her get her fuck on with the the new dude, and he passed out, and she was pissed. She wanted, I guess, she wanted her nut that bad. She crawled up in the attic and fucked her son. Yeah, and then she yeah. has another kid who's normal looking, quote unquote, and keeps Billy locked in the attic. Meanwhile, his daughter slash sister is Agnes. Yeah, and yeah. So okay, if they had redone this movie without any of that, it would have been solid. I guess. Because it, because all what they did, and this is what why I'm saying I parts of this movie I highly enjoy is because they took the concept and just went with the modern day slasher, and it's just kills, kills, kills. That's where slasher evolved to down the road. Right. Being as the original was a proto slasher, it led to the remake being able to do that, where it's just this can, gory, can, can you help me out? Slasher. I enjoy some eyeball. There's a lot of eyeballs. What's the deal with that? Lots of eyeballs. Because every kill, it's like stabbing the head over and over again. Pull the eyeball out. It's like something else happens. Pull the eyeball out. Everything it only of- happens with Agnes and what Billy do. He stabbed Agnes in the eye. I, but 
literally it's not, it's, 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 it's every ba- kill. you're overthinking it so much that you, it, you I feel like it's making you sound like you're you're dumb because you're not getting the concept that these people wrote it to be simple and uh, Agnes every, is missing an eye and she, she always pulls out an eye just trying it's out, that fucking just trying, simple just trying out it's, eyes it's that fucking I, simple yeah it's, it's that simple you're, it's it is simple I'll exactly. give you that you're overthinking it it's, it's very, fucking it's, simple it's very simple Jack yeah mm-hmm. so I it, it's just pointless man I mean it's just it's simple Jack <laughs> it is it is very simple Jack okay because. God damn good. it. God. Oh, I love that. It's we get, so good. It's just hitting you over the head over and over again, and yeah. you don't fucking care after a while. Exactly. And look, and then you have the showdown at the house, and they we defeated both of them because you got to have two killers this time. And then, of course, neither of them are dead. They're both in body bags, they both come back to life in the hospital. Yeah, so. Fuck this movie. I'm sorry. Not only do you have. Uh, <laughs> Not only do you just have Billy, now you also have his his daughter slash sister Agnes killing in the house. Yeah. So, like I said, if they were if they did a remake and the only thing they changed was the fact that everything the kills happened faster and it was gorier, then it would be an I, I would label it as an awesome remake because I, the kills are fucking badass. Just like, I'll be I'm honest. asking you to take away the fucking storyline and take away Ag- the, the Agnes is the part. If they had just done a direct reboot where you didn't see the killer and they kept those level of kills in there, it would have been awesome. Absolutely, but you have to deal with that, like mm-hmm. him in the insane asylum. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where the, the candy cane was kind of cool, I guess. But here's the deal: so he escapes, and coincidentally, his sister's already in the house. Waiting for him so they can tag team these girls for the longest time. Why didn't she just break him out? Like you know, like they're hand in hand working together, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's because it doesn't matter. You know, like it's just and that's the scene they use. The so the things they tie in is they tie in the bag because the first kill is Agnes in the house. She kills the girl with the with the plastic bag, and then her weapon of choice is the unicorn. That is the epic scene from the nineteen seventy four. Yeah. Except now, like everyone's getting killed with a unicorn, basically. Exactly. Everybody's getting yeah, killed. Yeah, it's a new thing now. I will. I'll give one. I'll give props for one kill. Um, that you know what's funny? I think it's one of the only ones where there's no eyeballs involved. Um, my 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 woman gets. She's in the car with the um the house mother or whatever like that. Yeah. And Billy's in the back. And pretty much they're in a station wagon. It's snowing. She comes. The the woman comes out to clean the glass doors, and all of a sudden you see the car shaking, and then blood splatter on the windshield. I thought that that was pretty fucking cool. I yeah. like that because it was kind of to the point. Hmm. All of a sudden, the car is going crazy and blood. Okay, we know what happened. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, that w- that was a cool. Day. That was a cool kill. Yeah. Uh, the other. I mean, the other kills aren't terrible. Like I said, they're they're. She's in Agnes is in the attic and she she's making like Christmas ornaments with all the eyeballs and eh, it's fucking. I just you know, I was impressed. I, no, just, I think the backstory pissed you off enough to where you don't see anything that's good in it. Honestly, honestly, I'm being real. That's what I think it is. I think it, the, it the backstory. Been. I agree. The backstory is is fucking terrible. But I think that right, pissed right. you off so much. Are we gonna compete as to which remake is shittier? Is this what's gonna happen? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, if I had to, for some fucked up reason, and had to watch either of these movies again, if I had to do it, I would pick 2006 due to some of the kills. But I don't want to. <laughs> how do I not want to? I I just don't. How do I not? agree to this contract and just stay the fuck away from this movie and just have a good time drink some eggnog watch the OG one and and just enjoy my night so see with this 06 remake before we move forward uh, and finish this up I have seen I mean I mean fucking Will showed it at 
fucking rocks back in the day. I've watched this movie probably like 10 or 12 times. Now, I think it's the first time I've watched the unrated version. I don't think the other ones were unrated. So I, 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 I kind of ignore how she the story is because it gives me the gore slasher that I kind of just want. You know what? You, maybe you picked it out. Maybe I was watching at a bar where I'm just catching the kills, drinking, catching some kills, drinking, not getting hit over the head with the plot. You're right. Maybe then. And normally when I watch it, I'm not fully focused on the movie. There you go. I'm looking at it for the kills. See, and that's the problem yeah. is I You were watched, focused on the movie. And I was already angry. The story's dog shit. The story's dog shit. It really. They it also could, have this thing, by the way, when they go back to Billy, where they make you sympathetic for him, like where his dad gets killed and he's hiding, he's scared, but then he murders his mom and the stepdad and stuff like that. And you're just like, so one minute you're feeling bad for him, next minute you're like, well, I guess not too bad. He fucking murdered people. Like, oh yeah, he and we, we were talking about he made the uh, skin cookies because he after he God killed his damn, parents, he pulled her. He well, he beat her to death with a fucking rolling pin, like yeah, brutally. And the, um, I like the brutality in the deaths too. And then he pulled her skirt it's back. It's like the eyeball thing for me. He pulled her skirt back and took a Christmas the Christmas cookie cutters and started cutting out chunks of her skin, baked them. So at the time when the cops came to arrest him, he was eating skin Christmas cookies. Wait, and then see, you know what? Take the cookie cutter, jam it on her back. There you go. You, you, the, Showing him, put it in the oven, then sitting at the table eating it. We get the point. I bet man. it smelled like bacon when they arrested him. Yeah, it probably smelled but like bacon. It's also like, look how crazy he is. Yes, we know he's crazy. All right, mm -hmm. we understand he's crazy. You don't need to keep hitting us over the head with how crazy he is. All right. Yeah. God damn. And uh, so again, like I said, I we're gonna definitely have to talk about which one's worse. But for me, like this is a movie I have already continued to watch. So. I uh, you know, and I will still watch it after. You, this. Made, you you did make a valid point. If you're at a bar and it's on, and you don't have to follow the plot at all, and you're just watching out for kills, okay, there you go. Because this new one doesn't even have that. No, so it doesn't have plot. One, it has. It doesn't have kills. Oh no, I, it's got a plot. They, they, so the 2019 Black Christmas. Oh god. All right. Oh, here we go. All, all right. right. So did you crack your knuckles yet? Uh, no. All uh, right. I um. All right. So 2019 Black Christmas. <laughs> First of all. Blumhouse, the fuck are you doing? Come on. Not I, everything's going to be out of the park, dude. I get it, but this bad? He did Happy Death Day, too, all right? I mean, that, it, it happens, all right? They make... they <sighs> Everything can't be great. All right. But holy right fuck. the gate, rated PG-13. <clears throat> and if you remember, we've only talked positively about one, one <laughs> PG-13 movie in this entire podcast so far. I remember, us, I remember us discussing, did we want to cover this last year? Mm -hmm. And you said, I'm not feeling good. And I said, oh, you've watched the trailer. You said, no, but it's PG-13. And that was enough to not have us cover it last year. But, you know, we wanted to do, you know, it's a perfect it's, it's a perfect Christmas episode, as I said at the beginning. So I'm like, you know, it would just feel weird not doing a killer filler on all three films. And oh, the pain we go through... To bring you I, content, people. Are, no, I don't think we need we to, to take ourselves. a huge amount of time on this. We'll spend. Oh, we do. We'll, oh, we do. I got things to say. Okay, I, was gonna, I got things to say. I was gonna say, are we just gonna take the amount of time that it took the screenwriter to come up with this fucking dumb fucking story? Uh, so right out of the gate, I don't give a fuck who's in this movie. I'm not telling you. I mean, we got well, we got we got what's his face? Fucking uh, Diggleberry, fucking Saw, the Princess Bride, Carrie Ols. You fucking, mean Wesley? <sighs> As you wish. Yeah. Uh, he's probably the only actor of note in this film. 
Hmm, I wonder if he's going to be connected at all to the killings. Mm. I'm sorry, I fell asleep because I <laughs> don't give a yeah, fuck. He asked me, what happened in the last five minutes of this movie? I'm like, you didn't miss much. Anyway, so it's things they kept with from the OG and also from the remake. The There's a unicorn crystal that pops up just on the table and it gets mm-hmm. used in one kill. The there's the old Christmas lights like they're looking for Christmas lights at one scene to, for the tree and she goes through like three strands of new lights and then she pulls out this old this strand of old lights go figure and it lights up also leading to a kill but that those, was actually a but good those lights were a callback to yeah the other other actual two movies yeah and here's the know. thing that's the that scene that that quick ten seconds that was cool when she plugs it in and there's somebody right next to her okay congratulations. You could turn the movie off. Yeah, and yeah. I, I actually—if we could timestamp that scene, that would be probably the. Just watch this for about a minute while she's looking for the lights, and she goes over, and then all right, once she plugs them in, turns on. Okay, then you can turn the movie off. The end. Yeah. Credits. Fair enough. The only the only other cool <laughs> thing they kind of do is because all right, so it revolves around this cult, of, all right, without getting into the without getting too heavy into it yet. Uh, they're they're wearing these masks, and the way the Christmas lights look in the eyes of the masks are pretty cool. That's a small thing, but all right. This movie. The other thing it does is it does a the, instead of having the actual phone call be creepy and nasty as fuck, like you do in the other remake and you the original. Mar- but you got to modernize it. You've got they're at a tree lot, and they get a phone call, and it you know, it starts fucking sounding like the other two films. You're like, oh shit, okay, there you go. And it's like, oh wait, sorry, I just went through a tunnel, blah blah. So they used fucking static, and a fucking phone call. To do that, to even throw in the creepy fucking shit. Besides oh that, they keep talking about the getting the the instant the DMs that they're oh. getting, and it's funny because one oh, girl brings right, it the up. DMs and would be a like, good. Yeah, because she goes, ah, I don't know, all this stuff's going on. I'm getting these weird DMs, and then all the other girls in the sorority house go, Oh, you're getting those too, and then they all talk about it because they were getting all these creepy ass ones, but nobody wanted to tell anybody else about it till one girl finally brought it up. Because you got to modernize it instead of him making one phone okay, call so to that, the house. That goes. I think that goes to the. You know. Okay. Here's here's the problem with this movie. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The movie. A lot of movies have agendas, and I'm fine with that. They have a message. I don't, and I I say this movie agenda. Most movies have messages, but it comes down to a proper mix of writing, acting, and message to pr- properly portray what you're trying to get across. This movie. I said fuck that. I don't give a fuck about the acting. I don't give a fuck about the uh, how it's actually written. No, I'm just going to get this message out. Yep. Which in turn destroys what they're trying to do, and that's what this movie. Did. This movie had an amazing concept that they tried to do, and they fucking ruined it. They fucking destroyed it. So the whole DM thing, and none of them coming out and talking about it until one of them spoke up. That's tying into the agenda they've got with this movie, as far as the look what happened. Like people didn't come out about. You know Weinstein or yeah exactly. So one person came out, so they're trying to tie oh, it. Oh, there's it. There's hints all over the place with stuff like yeah. that, but they it's just it's poorly not executed. Exactly, that's it's exactly what executed. it is. It's like they're like we're gonna make a message of this, but they forgot. Like they're like we're gonna get a message, and then they just forgot to make an actual movie. Yeah, and they didn't even have the message in it. Like, and I'm all and I'm all for that message. Like, so the the main character she gets roofied there's this one particular i guess it's their brother fraternity yeah uh and she gets roofied by one of the higher ranking uh fraternity brothers and she calls him out on down the road and ruins basically his 
college, whatever the fuck, career life. I don't fucking know. He deserved it. Yeah. Like, right? But that's kind of the message they go. They It's kind of the message they come out of. Like, I get it. They should have left it with just her dealing with this and fighting. But they made every girl like this warrior that it really felt like I was watching a I was watching a Twitter argument. Yeah. Like it was And then one of the girls is working hand in hand with yeah, like she completely the, negates or, like, oh yeah. no, you're playing I'm like, no, that's no, fuck that too. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? And and in case we forgot to mention it, um um Carrie Ellis, yeah. it, the professor or also head bad guy, bad guy <laughs> who literally, um, yeah, breaks down the entire setup of the fraternity and like this is why we do it. And he literally starts talking about putting the mask on and he gives them superpowers of some sort or some weird thing like that. I, I, I'll be honest, man. Once that started happening, once yeah. once he was revealed, and then they started going into showing that the fraternity was. Hand Actually, in hand with hand killing, hand. I, I was, I, I was done. Supernatural thing. I yeah. was done. Yeah, I was done. I'm not going too far into that because I don't want to waste my time. We don't want to waste our time. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to know, you can watch it. But it's a supernatural I still, bullshit. I still have five yeah. minutes to watch. Yeah, and, uh, it's some supernatural bullshit. Uh, you know, the biggest problem is, like I said, it's a great message, and I'm all for bringing out the message and the point that you know there is some like toxic and misogynistic shit in the world where. Men, men, there are men that view you know women as lesser and not equal to right, and I feel like that was the original message. That should be addressed, not the way not they by did this it. movie, but not by this not movie. Not by yeah. this movie. Yeah, God, oh, it's fucking terrible. Like I literally feel like they didn't give every one of the women who were trying to, who were fighting for equal the equality, were these one dimensional talking points. They were they were not characters. Okay, I didn't feel like I was looking at a, at a at a woman who was sick of being, you know, marginalized and 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 not considered equal to, I feel like I was looking at a woman who was just everything that came out of their mouth was a talk point. It was something on a bulletin board of issues, and it was, it was so one dimensional. Like I didn't feel like I was looking at an actual person talking and feeling the pain of the injustice. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel like I got that at it's all. It's almost like they 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 wanted to do. They got to the point. They're like, let's do it, and then they back down because then they have contradictory characters throughout this. They yeah. go, no, you shouldn't do that. And like they make the they do the the song and the proud, and she posts the video, and then your main girl is like, you need to take that shit down. You mean the one where you pretty much you know embarrass the guy that raped you? That video needs to come down. Like that, it's kind of, yeah. that kind of shit. And then again, like I said, and then the one of the girls is hand in hand working with the and they're like, yeah, Helena, right, fuck Helena. I, I'm fucking done with She's yeah. a bitch. So my my head's hurting because we talked about we we've gone over five minutes of talking about this movie. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. So I'm just saying, like, if you've seen it and you 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 like the message, like we're not coming from a point of view like I, we don't want to see that in cinema. We're saying if you're gonna do any message, do it better. Do it fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Get the message across right. Yeah. Do it properly. Give the character that's that's is portraying the message depth. None hey. of those characters have depth. Yeah. Hey, it's Midsummer. Terrible, Midsummer right? did a great job. Midsummer, great job. Fucking awesome. Yeah. There right? you go. <laughs> I mean, it's it can be dumb, people. Okay. This was ass. she literally this was, this she was, literally watches her boyfriend get burned to death because yeah. he's a fucking prick. Exactly. There you go. There you go. And the whole time you're watching, you're like, oh, this dude's a dick. Yeah. So it's like, okay, just desserts. Yep. Now, this is bullshit. This was bullshit. Hackney this is like fucking the anti midsummer. Seriously, you didn't uh, writers. You didn't do anything good for the cause. Okay, you just fucked it up because 
anybody watches movies like, what is it, 1960? Who the fuck thinks like this anymore? It's not, it was so over the top with it, dude. Like, nobody, no. All right, so let's let's do a quick ranking. Obviously, right. Black Christmas, this fucking the, the 1974. Just is, watch that. Just watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the 06, I I do watch. If you're so, at a bar, you know you don't. No, if you, I'm at home and uh, and I want something on that I don't have to fully pay attention to, but I can catch the kills. There you go. I put it on. You know what? I watch it every year. You're cooking holiday dinner. There you go. You got it in the background. There you there go. There you go. There you go. You just kind of look every once in a while, like oh, that was a good one. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, don't, don't, just don't. That's that's all I can say about the 2019 it's, one. It's fucking. It's, it's it's it's. I don't even know what it fills. Does it? What is it? What does it fill? Does it? Uh, it fills the fraternity boys' assholes. What the fuck? I don't even know uh, what the fuck it fills. It's a fucking trash movie. I don't even see any reason to put categorize it all. They didn't need to call it Black Christmas. They didn't. They, what are they trying to latch onto something? There's just even no Billy it. in it. There's just, no. There's no Billy. Just, just names. There's no. There's no. There's, there's, what the fuck? Why'd you fucking call it Black Christmas? God damn it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, fucking horrible, fucking horrible. Fuck that movie. So fuck so, it, fuck so, it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And you know what? Everyone else is fucking too because it's got like two stars. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Yeah. Goddamn piece of shit. Woo. All right. So All right. if you haven't guessed, breathe guessed, it out. Breathe oh, it out. Sorry. Right, sorry, everyone. Right. Merry right. Christmas. I get it. But no. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. But no. Yeah. Uh, 1974 Bob Clark movie is a fucking classic. If you haven't seen it, it's streaming on the. Uh, I believe it's actually Prime, not Shutter, isn't it? Or is it, it might be, yeah. I, I don't know. It, so I've, I don't, I've got, I've got, I own it, so I don't. I've got them linked, so yeah. I just go to Prime, and then it might be Shutter. Uh, Screen Factory did a 4K scan like a few. It's years one of those ago. I do want to get a really good. Yeah, copy of it you can still get the Screen Factory version of it. Okay, so uh, and it's got new artwork and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, so it, it's a great fucking movie. Watch it. Watch it every fucking year. It's a great fucking film. Oh six. I will say, watch it and make your own opinion on it. If you think the backstory is worth it or not, uh, I know. It, the backstory is convoluted and fucking messy, and it does take away from what I thought could have been a really solid remake if somebody had told them like stop. <laughs> um, but it's still a filler. I mean, I'm not gonna. It's still a fucking filler. It's not. It's not a great, amazing remake. It's still a fucking filler. Because you don't have to watch it. You just watch the OG. Yeah. You know, some of the ones we've had that are killers. You, you know, need to fucking watch. Yeah. We, we you can know. say you could watch the original and watch this. You can own oh. both. I don't think you need to mess with you the 2006. I, I bought this, my copy of the Black Christmas 06, uh, at like for fucking $3 at fucking a used. Oh, yeah. It's got, so, the, it's got the Blockbuster case, the lock yeah. case. I mean, that, it's, yeah. yeah, dude. It's, it's, that, it's, that, means, that means I own it, but I, I, I haven't upgraded it. Exactly. You've had enough time. And I'm not going to upgrade it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but the 2019 can go fuck itself. Yep. Hard. I'm, seriously, fuck that movie, dude. I will never watch it. I will never recommend anybody watch it. And if someone comes to me and says it's good, I might punch them. Wow. So that's your warning. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> no, motherfuckers. Not, not really. Don't mention the movie. I really, I won't really punch them, but I'll just have to look at them like, are you stupid? God, like, it, I wish we'd recorded this a little earlier in the season because I know what I would have gotten you for Christmas as I would have thrown your present at you and ran away as you unwrapped your <laughs> brand new copy of 2019 Black Christmas. So fuck. You would waste that money. I mean, if I found it dirt cheap or yeah, something. Yeah, okay, there you go. So, folks, uh, that's going to wrap up this Killer or Filler uh, Christmas Eve edition about the Black Christmas movies. And uh, as always, hit us up at GUIPodcast.com. Hit up all the podcasts under the network. And all, as also, hit us up at lowdownbrown.gui.gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the OG. If you haven't seen it, if you watch it after this, what you think about it, the 06 remake and <laughs> the 19 remake, please... Uh, if you do like it, I seriously want a fucking essay of why you think it's a good movie and why 
it's not this one-dimensional fucking piece of shit. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's I guess that's it. Merry Christmas from the Madness Boys. That's right. Right? And uh, <laughs> until we talk to you again, stay safe. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.